Welcome back, Cardinal community, to Season 3, Episode 22 of our Cardinal Connection. Um, I have the pleasure of being remote, unfortunately, but still thankful for the technology we have to be able to speak with Mrs. Christy Peeper. Hi, Ms. Peeper. Hi, thank you for having me. Are you kidding me? I'm so glad we get to have you. And so, um, Ms. Peeper, would you share with our staff your current uh, role and how long you've been in that role? Sure. Um, So I am currently teaching students with special needs, uh, mostly in the moderate range um, of intellectual disabilities, uh, some in the mild and some every now and then in the um, severe as well. In our SIP classroom, I've been doing this, I believe this is year 15, no, I'm sorry, year 11 for me. Um, Mm. 15 years prior to that, I taught eighth grade math at Southport Middle um, for 14 of the years and one year in IPS. Oh, wow. I did not know that uh, yeah. with the IPS background. And so, Ms. Peeper, um, a lot of people ask me this question. This is probably a good time just to inform our listeners. What does SIP stand for? Like, how, what letters are used for it and what does it stand for? So, it's CIP. Um, and I've actually heard two different things um, interchangeably Comprehensive Intervention Program and Comprehensive Instructional Program. So, I think it kind of varies. Um, you know, between school districts and even between leaders, because I've heard two different things with different uh, directors of special ed in our own township, but um, Mm -hmm. comparable to what a lot of of school districts will just call their life skills class. So we focus a lot on just kind of some functional academics and just daily life skills for those Mm -hmm. students who need a little bit more of the help with the independence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, one, thank you for just sharing that, because I think that's get asked often and I use the intervention uh, but it's good to hear that it can be interchange of instruction so did not know that so good to know Um, so talk to us about your journey how you've uh, wound up in this role from being in IPS and talk to us however far you want to go back into even if your collegiate history and how you've ended up at Southport Middle School in this role. Okay sure so um, I actually born raised um, in Indianapolis actually went to P-TECH closed um, and is when they split us up and and I did Keystone so it kind of ruined my track record of all Southport but Uh. um, I know it was a bummer we we weren't too happy about it but that's okay um (laughs) So then from there, I went to Capital University in Columbus, Ohio. Um, it's smaller than UND, but I would say pretty comparable to what um, UND's campus looks like and class size and things. Um, I actually went there because that's where my parents went. They have a Lutheran seminary and my dad's a Lutheran minister. And so my parents had actually gone there. And then my brother, who's a year older than me, had also gone there. So. I kind of carried on that tradition, and actually my older daughter goes there now, so she's third generation, um, but went over to Columbus and um, did all of my experiences, student teaching and things there, um, really kind of thought I might not come back to Indy, uh, just based on some of the friendships and things that I had built there, I kind of thought that I might stay there, but at the last minute mm-hmm. decided to make a change to come back. Um, mm-hmm. 
with it being the last minute, that meant most jobs were taken. So I actually, oh. a lot of people don't know this, but I actually started my career as an IA in Plainfield for two weeks. Um, there were no teaching positions that were open and um, did that and worked actually primarily with one student. It was actually the principal's son who was um, blind and partially deaf. Um, so that was kind of a fun experience, but it was only two weeks, so I didn't get a whole lot of exposure. But then, um, ironically, a friend of mine from Capital moved to Indy for um, PT graduate school at UND, and her husband had accepted a job in IPS and then decided he was going to turn it down. So he called me and told me that he was getting ready to turn it down, and if I wanted it, you know, give them a call. So I did, and... Um, it was just a few days before school started, so I think it was just a, as long as I could, was a warm body and could go in there, they were willing to take me. So I was at Harshman Middle School, which was School 101, actually it's just down the street from Teacher's Treasures, um, but I was there for one year. Uh, great experience, absolutely loved the students, but I just knew it wasn't something that um, I wanted to do for a long period of time. I really kind of wanted to, to come back to Perry Township. Just that's where my roots were. That's just what I was familiar with. Mm -hmm. And that, I actually, um, I believe it was Forrest Miller's job when he was moving to guidance. Um, I think he was the one that I technically was um, replacing either him or uh, John Burris. I, now I'm, I think I, it was between those two, but I had interviewed actually uh, the first week after Christmas break um, when we had the entire week off for snow days. And I went into Helen Carter's office and the school had no heat. So we did an interview um, with coats and hats and scarves on, which was interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was very, very interesting. She also... Um, I remember she she didn't even have the lights or anything on because it was kind of just we came in to do that and and leave and it was very very cool and very interesting. Um, so I got the position for second semester, but IPS wouldn't release my contract, so I had to finish out um, the year at IPS and then I started Southport the next year. Um, like I said, it was eighth grade math position. I actually went to Capitol to be a third or fourth grade teacher. That's what I always wanted to do. Um, somehow they convinced me to go ahead and get a special ed license as well as a math license, which is funny because those are the only two things that I've done. <laughs> I've never done oh, wow. just the elementary. So um, I, I think that's a, a big plug for making sure that you get as many maybe, you know, extra areas of licensure yeah. as possible because you just never know what what's going to come up but um i absolutely love teaching eighth grade math i love the age group um i've really enjoyed my experience but right before my oldest was getting ready to come over to southport middle i just started thinking about the fact that i wasn't sure i wanted to teach her friends um mm. just you know the just maybe the pressure that that would put on her and so it just happened to be that I and the SIP teacher that we had had medical leave. And so I kind of stepped in, you know, as much as I could since I had a student teacher just to help them out and went to Bray night 
when we found out that the teacher was going to retire and just said, Hey, what do you think? You know, is, is this something I can move over to? And he kind of had the same reaction. Most people do that, you know, wait, you're going to go from honors math to teaching a life skills class. And mm. of course, you know, Miss Peeper, you're breaking up a little bit. Um, oh no! Oh no! You're okay. I can <laughs> I can hear you now, but it, it cut okay. out with that that you're going from honors math to teaching um, students with such exceptional needs, right? And they couldn't believe that. That's kind of where you left off. Okay. Yes. Um, he, in typical bright night fashion. Um, you know, just said that he just really wanted to encourage me to follow my dreams. And um, he was happy I'd be in the building. And um, I actually think it made my transition to that classroom much easier because I knew the building, I already knew the staff, but I think even mm -hmm. more so, I think it exposed my kids in my classroom more to the staff mm -hmm. because I had that connection. Because I would definitely think if, if we could go back and ask the other two teachers that had been in that classroom previous to me, I think they felt pretty disconnected. And it's very easy to do because we are such an island. But yeah. I think it was yeah. more just not having the opportunity to build those connections with the staff and the, the students. And since I had already had that, um, it made that piece of it super, super easy. But um, I'll definitely say walking into that was a complete adjustment. Um, but I would never change what I did. I, it has been a true blessing to me. Um, my husband also works with special needs um, adults now at an adult daycare, but um, he worked through Rise and Perry Township Township for years, and we kind of all say this. Oh, Miss Peeper, it, it happened again. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, you said that Mr. Peeper, he had worked in the, um, he had worked in special education also, and you kind of all say the same thing that you wouldn't, and then that's where we cut out. Okay. Um, we all say the same thing. You know, it, we believe that the kids kind of have it right, and, you know, they oh, go yeah. day by day and um, are just, you know, want to, mm -hmm. you know, I think that they're blessed in so many ways because they don't necessarily have the same stresses that some of the rest of us have, you know, obviously they've got a lot of yeah. other struggles, but, um, you know, come in my room anytime and, and you'll see, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. They, they're just, um, it's hard to, to be surrounded by them and not walk out with a smile on your face. Um, sometimes that is, that is a true statement. So yes. well, so well said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, even yeah. in the difficult moments, I think it's just you understand that a lot of those difficult moments are because they can't necessarily communicate what they're thinking and feeling. Um, mm -hmm. I, I definitely never take it personally. Um, I think that, you know, they just they just don't know how to communicate some of those things. And I think that's where some of those behaviors and things come in. But um, mm -hmm. more than, you know, more than three fourths of our day is. Uh, filled with you know us just talking and laughing and sharing and hugging and 
um, hugging even more, to, you know, because our kids are huggers and, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, um, mm-hmm. it's hard not to feel good about your day when you're exposed to those kinds of kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. I, um, well, I, I knew this would kind of happen in this podcast. Um, and so, um, so I, I really want to make that a, um, like a call to action for anyone that has not spent five minutes of their prep. Right. Uh, so they're most of the students are there every period, but six period, but they have an adaptive PE with Mrs. Sefton. Um, Mrs. Peeper, what's your room number? It's in, in, in one Oh two. You need to go down to N102 and spend five minutes just seeing what they're doing for the day, seeing what they're learning, what they're talking about, what they're feeling, right? Um, and be prepared to leave with a great feeling of joy. So, Miss um, Peeper, one last question because I, I try to end on this. You know, you've been a part of the Southport community for uh, 20 plus years, 25 plus years, right? Uh, what is something you just enjoy about it? I think just the community feeling. Um like I said, I, I was a product of Southport and Perry Township Schools. My brother teaches at Southport. My dad started the pastoral mm. counseling in Perry Township years ago. Mm. My mom was a social worker for Perry Township Schools for years before she retired. And all my nieces and nephews, except for my oldest um, and my own girls, have schools. So um, I think just the community, honestly. And um, I, I got a little bit of taste of some Ron Colley experience to my husband's baseball coaching position. Um, I think it's a big South side thing, to be honest, but um, mm. I just, you know, I've just really enjoyed uh, even the diversity and uh, things like that come through in, in different ways, you know, through Perry mm. and um, like this is, uh, just a good community. Yeah. I, I would echo that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I can hear how sweet that is to you and what you've learned from that. And actually, Mrs. Pollard, if you pop, thanks. I feel like we're really blessed. Well, I, I thank you for being willing to do this and come out of your comfort zone a little bit um, and even doing it virtually. So it's much appreciated. Appreciate it.